Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by REC Comics and Collectibles. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me as always... Eric Icarus. Woo! Guys, girls, we have a show for you today. We've been talking about it for two months. Um, we have a special guest today with us, my our friend, and, well, just friend of the show in general... Dave Williams. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming. Thank you. Uh, we've been talking about doing a roundtable of, of types uh, for Game of Thrones. Guys, I know we've talked a lot about Game of Thrones, but, guys, it's just it's just hard to get through. Okay, this is just speech therapy for all of us. <laughs> we want to rid ourselves of this bad taste. It's like I ate a whole thing of garlic that was in a sweaty gym sock, and I just can't get that flavor out of my mouth. <laughs> This will be the last Game of Thrones podcast we do Thank you. for this show. <laughs> we might do stuff with the prequels. We'll see what happens. You know how we feel, Eric and I. You know what we thought of Season 8. We were not a fan. Uh, Dave is not in contact with us as much through the season. Uh, Dave, what did you think of Season 8, the finale of Game of Thrones? I mean, the, the nicest thing you can say about it is it was disappointing. Um, yeah. Right. This is about the nicest thing I could say. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed you know what they did with the previous season and, and the setup um, going into this last season. But I, I was, I was like everyone else. I, I think, uh, or at least the majority of people who have watched it and have, have been with it over this last decade, and it was just, just disappointing. Just. Just terrible on, on so many levels. Uh, for me, for me, um, for me, what I I really I really enjoyed the Night King, right? I really enjoyed that army of the undead, mm-hmm. and I was um, I was blown away. That's probably one of the the things I liked the most about the last season is you know the Night King on that on that dragon, yeah. blowing blowing the ice wall down, yeah. right? And he's like, okay, I'm I'm going all the way to King's Landing. Yeah, like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Spoiler alert. Um, it was. <laughs> I'll put it in the show doc, guys. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought the Ice King was going to make his way to King's Landing. I didn't think that he'd be killed. You know, in this what the third episode uh, at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. I that was very, I don't know, anticlimactic for me. So that's that's just one of the critiques I have. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, in in short, uh, God, uh, disappointing and. Those um, those guys just made a, a, a huge mistake and had a, a big missed opportunity with so many different aspects of the show. You know, oh, yeah. we definitely couldn't agree more with oh, that yeah. aspect. Um, what was your most... And the reason we're talking about with somebody else, guys, is, you know, Eric and I, we see each other every week. We do the show. We've been bashing it the whole time. And there were definitely some people out there who, who enjoyed it. We have yet to find one. Uh, so it's nice to get yet another perspective, even if it is on our side. Dave, what was something that you absolutely just hated about the season? <laughs> uh, well, I I would have to well, obviously, the last episode, I think, uh, you know, where you have uh, certain certain uh endings right you have john snow going going back or at least being taking the black i never heard it that way before continue right, right. so he's he's going he's going back up <coughs> castle black right he's he's banished again um i thought 
it totally upended the whole relevancy of him being a Targaryen, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Right? What's the point? Yeah. Other, other than yeah. to create conflict with, um, with you know, Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Sansa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never liked her at all. Uh, she made me upset from from the very first episode. Um, and I've, you know, there's been certain episodes, right, where you kind of feel bad for her, especially when, you know, she's having to deal with, uh... Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I... <laughs> she got Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey, right, right. You know, but a part of me didn't care that much, because it's... Like, you had it coming. I can't stand so, Sansa. But now she's queen of the North, right? And, okay, great. Um, and then... And then... Bran becoming the you know, king, king, which made no sense. It doesn't make the guy did nothing. The whole like, I mean, really, he he never alluded to it. Like, I, not even slyly, like, why, oh, that why means I, something. I remember, no. I remember him saying, you know, hey, don't like, I, hey, don't call me a lord because I'm like, I'm not Bran anymore. Yeah. I'm not like a Stark. I'm the Three Eyed Raven. And then, <laughs> and then, okay, hey. I'm gonna show up to King's Landing after everything's all said and done because I, for some reason, have the foresight yeah. of being elected by the Lord <laughs> to, to be king, and I'll accept it. I mean, I this has all been about like getting people out of the way so Brad can be right. King, maybe you know? he's the is most he, he's the most evil that's character. That's what I'm saying. In the if, show, they, if they had alluded to that, I would be okay. Comedian that's Bobby cool. Lee said for for him it would have been the, the the best ending would have been as they're wheeling away brand he has like night king eyes sure that would have been, have been okay that would have been pretty cool like okay ah, all right fair enough uh, it was one of these spin-offs going to be more game of thrones <laughs> well there's just there's so many things that i mean they didn't even do their ending correctly right yeah. so like gray worm right okay he's going to go ahead and and just let Jon snow kill his queen yeah, yeah. So, John, so yeah, just think about this. Like Jon Snow kills Daenerys. Uh, you know, she's taken away by the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. No one knows what happens to her for all intents and purposes, yeah. right? So he has to basically admit, tell them. Yeah, you know, like, hey, her, by, by the way, I killed her, mm-hmm. right? And then they arrest him. <laughs> like they just don't like straight up kill him or something. And then here's this thing, right? He is the rightful heir. Yeah. So how did he tell these people, right? I mean, I'm I'm very interested in how that yeah, conversation went. Like, hey, I'm the rightful heir, so I yeah. killed her. Or, oh, hey, I killed her because I think she's going to go kill and murder other people because she has this weird, you know, worldview about she's the only one who can save humanity <laughs> through murder. <laughs> through murder, right? I I mean, there. I want to know what happened. Like, it just she he he killed her. Yeah. And then it. You know, the dragon obviously melts the Iron Throne, takes her away out east, uh, and then it cuts to black, and then you... Yeah, five weeks later or whatever. Right, yeah, I I just, there's a lot of... They didn't even do that correctly. I Um, did like Sansa's, uh, uh, where she's like, you know, you'll find thousands of Northmen who who will disagree with you hurting Jon Snow or something like sure. that. I, I thought sure. that was pretty baller. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, right, but we, we could have known, we, we could have seen that play out. Agreed. Right? So, okay, so let's assume for a second that they don't kill, the Unsullied don't kill Jon Snow. There's obviously going to be some sort of political back and forth, right? Uh, yeah, I just don't see there's a world where Grey Worm doesn't just yeah, I don't see right, right Just right, right then and there, yeah. right? Because that's... Like, like, okay, so his his love gets killed, uh-huh. and that 
almost sets him off the edge, and it basically, and in a way, it does, right? Because he has his bloodlust, and he's killing everyone in that city along with Daenerys. Yeah. But I got to imagine that if Daenerys is killed, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's going even more off the edge than there already has. Been. So it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then you have this council that's convened of all the everyone that's left, who are the most powerful lords in, in all of, all of the land, and. You know, uh, Tyrion comes up with this new system <laughs> of how they're going to govern, and everyone just kind of accepts it. Like after hearing it, like, like dude, this guy's in chains, right? <laughs> right? You, you know, you don't. If you're okay, so if you're one of the lords, you're like, well, you know, okay, why don't you give me like a week to think about this, yeah. right? Like we're just going to elect so someone. Sleep on this, yeah, right? Like it, there's so many things. Again, there's so many things that happened in that ending that just didn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with John killing Daenerys, so I was okay with that. Yeah. Just how it was executed and everything that came along with it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> surrounding it, just in, and then of course Sansa, right? So they're electing, they're electing a king. So Sansa, right, as they're electing the king, um, she chimes in and says, "Well, we don't want to be a part of the Seven Kingdoms anymore." And everybody's just okay with that. Yeah, everyone's okay with it. Like, if you're another like lord, you're aren't you going to be like, "Well, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, I didn't know that was an option." <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I'll give up my vote if I can be independent. Yeah, I, I mean. It's it, it just doesn't make sense, right? It and on on a lot of on a lot of different levels, it feels like I'm I'm uh, kind of downloading all my frustrations with you right now. Yes, I think you need to just let it out. <laughs> just let it out. Uh, the you know the and I, I really like Braun. Uh-huh. Um, I think he I think he was I was a little disappointed with him because I thought I thought he was gonna be a good ha- dude, have some sort of loyalty to um, you know Jamie and Tyrion. And Tyrion. Uh, but it turns out, nah, man, he's he's definitely just interested in himself and master I, coin. I will. I mean, I will say that he probably made out like a band. Like he was the the, the one character that kind of like did everything, I guess, right. If you're looking at it from a self interested point yeah. of view, like that guy is set. Made money, didn't lose he, any limbs. He's all about himself. Wasn't right? sexually assaulted. <laughs> um, I but I I really would have liked. Like, I envisioned him doing something different. Like, I really envisioned him, you know, uh, not being willing to kill, you know, the, the two guys that he... Been hooking them up the whole time. Yeah, you know? I mean, they've been... I, I thought they were friends, and it turns out, well, not so much, yeah. right? Um, I I don't know, I... The, and, then, and, of course, the Night King uh, being... I didn't mind... Uh, I didn't mind how he went out. It's just I felt that he went out a little too soon. I really wanted to see the undead mess up King's Landing. Yeah, I, I wanted Cersei to to kind of be punished for betraying yeah. you know the the agreement that they made last season, yeah. and that she herself and the Golden Company would have to deal with the undead yeah. somehow. But that I never got that. And of course, I I think we can all agree how Cersei went out. Um, I'll say I'll say this. I thought Jamie Jamie deserved better. Yeah. And Cersei deserved worse. Ah, agreed, agreed. Um and I and I think I'm not the only one. I think a lot of a lot of us going into the season thought Jamie would probably be the one to kill Cersei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah deliberately, right? Yeah. Very much like John did with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a willing 
thing. Yeah. And it, it may have been hard, but I thought he was going to do that. I thought after last season when Cersei was going to betray all all those uh, er, er, the the you know everyone going north to fight the undead, I thought that's when Jamie finally said, "Okay, this is too much." Yeah. He had grown so much right. in that last episode of season seven. Right, and his his whole redemption and his whole you know character development kind of gets thrown out the window because he's like, "Well, I am who I am, and I yeah. I just I love Cersei, and I'm gonna go back, even though she's the worst, the worst person." <laughs> I mean, she like how much does she really love Jamie? Right, she's. I mean, she's freaking, you know, uh, what's that guy? I can't even remember. Euron? Yeah. Yeah, she was putting it to Euron. Yeah, Yeah, and remember, she was sleeping with her cousin, Lannister, when Jaime was uh, captured. Yeah, and and let's not forget, she tried to have Bronn murder Jaime. Yeah, like two days before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just, I I think everyone, at least I think everyone, agrees with with that sentiment that Jaime deserved better. Uh, if he was going to die, it's certainly a better death. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cersei should have; she should have been tortured in some way. Yeah. Like it, it was <clears throat> one of the best things about um, her character and, and the history of her character is when she uh, she put the High Sparrow into power. Oh yeah, yeah. and she got—I mean—that blew up <clears throat> in her face. Yeah, and that was one of the most satisfying things that I I saw and that I that I enjoyed about the show was that okay, all your games, this is you know this is coming the all this is coming home to roost now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to deal with this maniac that you put into power, and now he's like messing you up. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was great. Um, and but I, I did like her revenge on the High Sparrow because I hated the High Sparrow too. Sure, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't like the High Sparrow, <laughs> but I I thought it was great that. You know, she created this monster, and now it turned on her. Yeah. And she, you know, because she's terrible, man. Yeah. Like she's one of those villains you love to hate. Yeah. And um, that was, I wanted to see something like that for her demise. Yeah. Right? Like she would get messed up somehow, um, because God knows she's done a lot of awful things to you know people who've gotten her way. I mean, remember that nun yeah. that she like. Did not kill right away. And yeah. Had the mountain, like, zombie mountain, like, mess her up. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of death that Cersei probably deserves, yeah. and I believe the fans probably wanted her to. Yeah. She didn't deserve to go gently yeah. under rubble. Right. <laughs> and, by the way, I just want to point something out on that one. Uh, Tyrion goes, and he actually sees the bodies, and I don't know about you, but not, that whole place wasn't filled with rubble. Yeah. Because Tyrion was able to walk around... <laughs> Like, had they simply, you know, held each other under that archway? Yeah, under the protection? Right. They probably would have lived. Right? So, again, there's there's so many frustrating things about about this season. I will say I did... um, I I think this is probably more of a 50-50 split, but I did enjoy uh, the Hound and the Mountain fighting each other. I think, you know, that was... was, we, We all wanted to see that. Um, of course, it could have been executed better, uh, but simply seeing it because of the anticipation of it uh-huh. um, was was really good. And it was it probably makes sense that they both die. Yeah, okay. um, I mean, I wanted the Hound to live, but he's such a tortured soul that it was probably best that you know yeah. the one thing he could do is take out his zombie brother. Yeah, he, he needed that was the only rest he needed was hey, I, I I killed my brother too. You again. know, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, yeah, true, true. Um, you know, this has kind of been some some Game of Thrones therapy for, for for Dave and us. It's nice to hear, you know, somebody I don't interact with every day, you know, 
It wasn't just us, Eric. We oh yeah, we, we were not yeah. the minority we thought we were. Right. Uh, I, I is, felt like that gradually went down. Cause remember yeah. the first couple episodes? You're like, no, no, it's pretty good. And then yeah, when you hit the long night, that's when yeah. it started to drop off drastically. Yeah, right? the like, long dawn or whatever it was. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to kind of think about and, and, and try to end Game of Thrones on a high note for ourselves with a little bit of reminiscing. And, uh, you know, I'll just kind of start and, and just some, some things that I enjoyed about the show. Um, I'm not a fantasy guy, uh, per se, and this tiptoed that line really well to where a lot of the times it didn't feel like a fantasy uh, show to me. Like, I like Lord of the Rings, but, like, if I never watched Lord of the Rings again, I would be no worse for it. Um, and, you know, they they created really captivating characters, and I, I really enjoyed, like, Jon Snow's journey up until the last season. Um, I enjoyed Danny's journey up until the last season. I liked Khal Drago. I loved, for me, the Battle of the Bastards was the, was the yeah. gold standard of battle for oh, yeah. this show. And they were never able to recreate it, and I mean that was just such a great moment. Just the 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 scope of it, the suffocating moments of it, and like the satisfaction at the end. Yeah. Um, when Daenerys goes into the fire with the eggs and then yeah. comes out with baby dragons. I mean, what a cool scene! Because I almost didn't think they were going to do that. You know, yeah. I almost didn't think that there were going to be dragons in the show. Right. You were hoping, but I, it, it almost didn't happen for me. What about you, Eric? Uh, you know, speaking of battle, I, I think the Battle of Blackwater oh, is, yeah. is just amazing. It it's is shot really good. so well, and it showed Tyrion is more than just a, a sarcastic drunk. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's got a tactical mind, and he mm-hmm. saved that city. And then we get to see another side of the Hound too. Yeah, like you, you, you know, he charges in, you know, like a total badass, and then he, you know, you, you see he's got a human side. He's scared. Yeah, and he's just done with it, and he runs away. And that was, for me, I think that and Battle of Bastards are like just tied as far as the battles go you know just you know just amazing stuff um so good i love sir davos so like davos. having davos you know who you know. my favorite character was and he's in it for two seconds and I, <laughs> i'm having a hard time remembering his name he was the uh, water dancer teacher oh yeah 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 he was um, i just love you know um yeah you know Arya's like telling him to run he said you know the first sword of bravos does not yeah run. how cool is that uh, you what know what do we tell death not, not today, today. Yep. yeah i like that guy a lot uh, Dave, what's uh, if you if somebody was like, I want to watch Game of Thrones, you would tell them this. This is the moment that you should look out for. Oh man, I again, there's so many, so yeah. many. I look, I I really enjoyed the Night King and the Undead, and I I don't want to belabor that, but I I think that was that was really cool stuff, right? Especially because yeah. they introduced it so well. I I don't think they overplayed it. No, at all. Not I at think all. you know you you start seeing these. You don't know what they are to begin with, but you you see them. You start to learn more and more about them. There's this sort of fear that's going on mm-hmm. um, in the show, and you can, you know, they're still kind of off in the distance, right? Yeah. As they're first introduced, and you're still dealing sort of with the who's going to, you know, jockey for position to actually take the Iron Throne. But there's this there's this threat. Yeah. Which is why I really enjoyed you know that last season where they all came together and they're like. This Iron Throne thing doesn't make sense, yeah. right? When we have the undead marching south, and you know that that's the kind of stuff I really enjoy. But if I if I had to put that aside, you know, I I I really enjoyed Papa Lannister, right? Yeah, I, he was uh, Tywin. Tywin. Tywin, right? Yeah. Tywin was um, 
one of my favorite characters um, in the show because he's just he was just so good. Um, that he was effectively king. Yeah. Um, oh, you know he he uh, was able to rule and uh, be the right hand to Joffrey when he sends Joffrey to bed. That's like yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because I mean he I mean he and he tells Joffrey like if you have to say that you're king. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> come on, dude. Right. <laughs> Great I mean, that's too. another satisfying right. moment. It's his death. Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah, we were oh, all we wanting that. In, in in talking about you know Cersei deserved, I think everybody was. So, I don't think there was a single person upset with how Joffrey got. Right. Oh, for sure. I stood up and I applauded. I was yeah. like, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a great, great moment. I, th- I think you know, if we want to harken back to season one, um, obviously, I think you have to talk about Sean Bean. Um, yeah, he, I think he rep- he represents someone who is noble and good, mm-hmm. and you know, if you don't understand and, and naive, if you don't understand sort of the dynamics that are playing out, then you're going to get killed, oh, and that's what, exactly what happened to his character. And I, I think one of the uh, one of the best scenes that describes that is that he's going there to to basically say Joffrey can't be king yeah. because um, I have a, a letter written yeah. <laughs> right that was sealed you know by um, uh, Baratheon right that I, I'm to be in charge until Joffrey comes of age and of course Cersei's like this is what you would this is what you would hide behind yeah. and she rips it up <laughs> And then, it's like, but I had a letter. Yeah, I had a letter. Like, come on, he, Sean Bean, like, right? Excuse me, Ned Stark thought that that would work. Yeah, he really thought that. Oh man, I have this, this is legitimate, and he doesn't understand that. Uh, you know, that's not how taking power works. And you know, what was cool to that point is, um, with with um, Ned Stark's character. You know, you, you talk about his him being naive and noble. It's like naivety and nobility go hand in hand in this series. Yeah, and you know, Jon Snow him. starts out like that, and you slowly see he's like, okay, I got to be less gullible. But he was up still, until the last yeah, season. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. I love his character development until the last yeah. season. Because, you know, he was kind of learning from his, well, quote-unquote, dad's yeah. mistake. Oh, yeah, his dad, you know. Yeah. It seems like Ned treated him well. Sure. The only person who didn't treat him well was Catelyn. Catelyn, and Sand- Catelyn yeah. And uh, Sansa. But everybody else seemed it's to really, cool them, yeah. really like him. Even Theon was kind of a jerk to him. But uh, but Rob and Arya and yeah. Bran and... Uh, uh, Rickon. Yeah, Rickon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crap, crap Stark. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they all seem to like John, and you know, John was genuinely a good dude. Yeah, yeah man. Sean Bean really, uh, it was hard for me to stick around uh, after he was gone. I wasn't sure how that was supposed to work, and even even after they behead Sean Bean, I was like, why, why, why? But then all these other characters, I realized, had gotten better, too. Sure. And brilliant, you know. Even you said you really liked the guy who played Robert Baratheon. Like, oh yeah, really, you oh, I wanted a little more, bit more. Yeah, of him. I wanted him. More, I wanted a little bit more of him. Yeah, so I kind of want to see well. in a prequel. I'd like to see that. Yeah, Robert's that rebellion. Yeah, Robert's rebellion. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, I mean, you, okay. You said what were you telling? Me? What was the pre, the one prequel we're getting so far? Um, it's supposed to take a place a thousand years before Game of Thrones, and I believe it's about the Targaryens' rise to power. Uh-huh. My understanding is like they're like the the the, the Wiener family of uh, of old Valyria, <laughs> but then like they start being able to to use dragons, okay. and then like, you know they they rise to power. So that's my understanding. Could be wrong. Um, that sounds. A friend know. of mine is reading the book, and he says it's excellent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
It is it is George R. R. Martin written, I believe. So you know, and it's done. It's like one book. It's not like a series of books. It's just <laughs> it's just one book. So, um, Dave, what are some other things that you that you liked about the show? That God. yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's so many good parts of it. I I did enjoy um, seeing. Uh, Daenerys uh, go through her journey. Yeah, her uh, journey and, was excellent. And I thought it know? was, and I th- this kind of speaks to the problems of the last season is, is all kind of put to, it's wasted. Yeah, everything. Right? I mean, It does not matter that she crossed the ocean. And she, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll put this out there, right? I, so you contrast her character with Sean Bean, right? Sean Bean, you know, being naive, she was also naive. Yeah. Right, and her brother, you know that jerk, yeah. right? Because um, he wanted to be, obviously be on the throne. He, you know, he used her to try and you know gain power, and that obviously didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but she, she that was another satisfying death, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind that whatsoever. Because that, I mean, come on, you, he was a jerk. Yeah, you don't do you don't do that to your sister, right? But um, she was also naive, but she she was able to learn, uh-huh. you know, and get past sort of. Uh, sort of that uh, that innocence that she she had, oh, yeah. and she was able to draw upon those experiences and get better, you know, as her story arc progressed. And then just go crazy, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, just go you know, insane, you know. And I keep hearing apologists, you know, on social media say, "Well, you know, her best friend got beheaded. Oh, you know, right. they killed two, you know, all her allies, basically." Well, well. At so least you're saying she wasn't all the stuff that I mean, what they're saying is like, so everything that she had gone through up to that point. She can't handle this now. Yeah, I, it's basically yeah. negating all of the hardships she had gone well, through. I mean, like, she's, she's not a, tough enough. You I know, and you just kind of don't buy what they're trying to sell in the last season, right? Yeah. Because this whole time she's the breaker of chains, right? Yeah. She's trying to liberate people and make life better, right? You know, you can understand why she killed off the the slave, you know, owners. You can understand why she killed off you know everyone that she uh, that she had to deal with. Um, it's war at that point, right? I mean, yeah. she's there. They set it up so that, you know, there are clear good guys and bad guys. And I think they tried to go in a different direction this last season where, well, in this world, there is no such thing as good guys and bad guys. There's just a lot of gray. I'm I'm not, I don't... And I'm cool with that. I I am, but... But it's the way they execute it, like you said, man. This this whole time, right, we're being led to believe that, you know, Khaleesi, right, Daenerys, she's she's this wonderful individual who is, you know, on the right path, right? She does want to take back the throne, but she wants to be a benevolent leader. Yeah. And now we're left to believe, okay, wait, she was just crazy. Yeah. Right? She thinks that she's the only one that can liberate everyone by controlling all yeah. of them. Yeah. Right? And I, I just thought it was a weird pivot. And maybe it was too fast, perhaps. No, big time. Because um, the romantic in me really loved the idea of these two good people on the opposite ends of the world sure. coming together to to do some good. And they even talked about it. And they even kind of talked about it this season, right? Well, yeah. what if they ruled together? Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. I was like, all right. I'm going to fix it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're related. Whatever. Tigerians is what they do. But, uh, okay. <laughs> they don't say it be like it is. <laughs> but it do. All right? <laughs> um, it's just... God, I... What can you say, man? That her again. Her her whole story was great, and and then Tyrion. Tyrion's yeah, story was great yeah, too. Yeah. And you know the interesting thing about Tyrion is that yeah, he's a clever dude and he's smart 
and he matured and, and whatnot. These couple last seasons, he's been making bad decisions. Yeah, he's yeah. Been dumb. I was saying that. Like, the whole time, he's like, kind of dumb now. And, you don't, and he's one of those characters where you don't think that, right? You're like, okay, Tyrion's smart. Yeah. He knows what to do. But yeah. then you keep seeing sort of the fallout from his decisions that he's been making. Yeah. And on the surface, they kind of make sense, right? Well, we're going to go after uh, uh, um, Castle Rock, right? Yeah. Okay, that kind of makes sense, right? We should do that. But then Jamie outmaneuvers him, who is supposedly the stupidest. Yeah, master. yeah. Right, well, what do we care about that place? We're going to go after Highgarden, right? Yeah. And take the gold. Um, he, again, he it, it his his story arc was fantastic. Um, I I loved it when you know he would constantly belittle uh, Joffrey early on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I, that was satisfying for me because I hate Joffrey. I think oh, everyone yeah. hates Joffrey. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll say it, if I ever meet the actor who's Joffrey, I will tell him that I hate him, and I don't think I could ever ever like him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how much I hate him. That's how good he was. <laughs> that's how good he was. It's a credit to how good he was at being yeah. a villain. In that, man, just think about it. In that one scene uh, with Joffrey, Ty, like, you know, all the advisors... Like, there's so many great lines. There's the, you know, uh, a king, anybody who has to say I'm king uh, is the line in there. And then when, when he Joffrey calls uh, Tyrion a monster. Yeah, he's like... He's like, he's like you know, I he's like, well, I am monsters and monsters are scary. And right now, kings are dropping like yeah. flies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then it's just like, it's so quiet in there. It's such a great... Like, man, that might be one of the greatest single scenes oh, yeah. in the entire show because... The, oh, and that's also when Tywin sends Joffrey to bed. Yep, yep. Like, all of that happens in that same scene. Oh, wow. Yeah. The writing on that one six, seven-minute scene is was better than the entire writing on season eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's be real. I mean, my, my favorite, probably one of my favorite moments uh, with uh, Tyrion was when he's like, I'm not going to get justice here, and I demand trial by combat yeah. when he's you know being tried for Joffrey's you know murder. And, you know, they... I think everyone who's you know sitting in judgment of, of Tyrion knows he probably didn't do it, but yeah. they were still going to oh, you, find him guilty. Side with it, yeah, right? They'll be ostracized for siding with Tyrion. So. And I and I thought it was great to. So one of the smart decisions he made was to say, "I want trial by combat." Oh, yeah. I mean, it shows totally, that kangaroo courts don't work either. Right. <laughs> well, it totally upends the plan. Right? Yeah, like it would totally upends what's what's going on. Of course, Cersei thinks, so, "Okay, well, this could work out too because I have the mountain and <laughs> so on and so forth." But uh, that was a I, I thought it was great. So the trial, and then of course the fallout was great. I was a little bit bummed that the mountain, like I was, I was really hoping the mountain would die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. it would have t- it would have taken away the the only good part of season eight. Right. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. But still, in that moment, I was so depressed. Yeah. I was like, oh yes, Tyrion's gonna he's gonna live. He's gonna be found innocent. All that. Sand and then he freaking, he, yeah, he grabs his freaking head, explodes it, yeah. and, and, and of course he says it right. Yeah. I you know I raped her. I yeah. you know, murdered her. Right, like he did yeah. it right. And then they both fall. And I was I was kind of wondering at the moment, well, what happens? It seems like this is a tie. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, like Tyrion, she should be good, right? <laughs> well, he was the last one breathing. I think that's how they do it. Oh, okay, yeah, there gotcha. you go. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, you know, I'm not going to let one bad season mar the entire thing because that journey, even through season seven, is just so good. I'd rather I'd rather watch... Season seasons one through seven again, and then just kind of pretend uh, it just ended. Yeah, there. just say all right. 
the, the whites came, everybody lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it up. That, that, that's just better. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today on kind of our... I'm not even going to call this just a roundtable. It's Game of the, Thrones therapy. Yeah. Dave needed it. Other people might need it, too. If you want to, go ahead and leave us some comments on our uh, on our Instagram page, at REC Comics. And uh, you can definitely tell us what you thought about it in the, in the comments below on YouTube. If you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a like. And, you know, message us, DM us if you want us to talk about something specific. Um, for the show, I have been your host, Roman Chavez. Eric Icarus. And Dave, thank you so much for joining us today.